Kylie Minogue spinning around here at Classic Hits, waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Eight minutes past six o'clock on this Wednesday, 4th of November. Happy hump day. Morning to you, Mr. PJ Gallagher. Good morning, horse. How are you? I'm not so bad at all. How's things and everything? And yeah, all yeah, good. There's lots of, lots of happy hump day wishes coming in there. Garrett and Limerick is on and... Poor old, poor old JP there, right? What's wrong with JP now? He's been, he's been on the hunt for the last two days, ever since Mary and Santry. Right. Whetted his appetite by sending in that picture of sausage roll flavoured crisps. Good Lord. He's been, according to himself, he's been tearing Kerry apart. Right. Desperately seeking out See, sausage roll flavoured crisps. Well, they were Walkers was the brand anyway, so where she got them, I'm not so sure. Yeah. But they were You know walkers. Mary, like, she, she oh, deals in all that. Geez, that like, could be, she could be importing that now. Over borders and she's the wicked witch in North Dublin. She can pr- produce <laughs> anything out of anywhere. It's unbelievable the way yeah, she can do these things. Yeah, actually, I should, what you should do is actually you should probably just we'll pass on Mary's number and you can set up a little little online shopping arrangement. A little cover for, for orange flavored. What was the thing she got that you said was? Oh, the Maltese Malteser bunnies. That was the one. Oh, she had geez. orange flavored Maltese bunnies, sausage roll flavored Walkers. Tell you, JP, you could do worse than. Send that woman a Christmas card to tell you. We'd like to send you your pro- <laughs> send her your proposal for marriage as well, JP. If that's what you're lo- what you'd like. Uh, also, uh, a shout out to Christy Gleason and Martin Murray and all the uh, Garrity Joinery crew. Ah, oh, go on, the lads. Uh, they're on the way to build Dublin, basically. That's it's, what they're that's what they're doing. It's about today. time somebody did it. Yeah, exactly. I tell you exactly. And uh, there's a fella called Ray Baxter apparently driving from Longford to Clonee. Uh, and he's a bit of a grumpy old sod. Oh, jeepers. And he'd love to have a shout-out, because nothing makes him happier than when two gibbering gibbons, which was your phrase of the week. Is that what he called us this morning? No, that's what oh. you... Remember you christened... Who did you christen a gibbering gibbon? Vanilla ice. <laughs> Vanilla ice, yeah. It's just right. he came well, on. Well, then, Ray Baxter, he'll love that now, two gibbering gibbons. Good on you, Ray. Being Baxter. all happy in the morning when he's doing his best to be a grumpy sod. Yeah, well, have a great morning from us two gibbering gibbons. And <laughs> <laughs> listen, everyone else, thank you so much. There's loads of them uh, on the WhatsApp 087 Thanks for getting in touch. We'll, um, we'll try and say hi as the morning goes on, but uh, we've got to prepare for the old birthdays. Not nearly, not nearly as many today for you. Is there not now? No, so your focus should be laser sharp. That's never happened, so I don't know why it should be different today. It's just uh, not as blunt as it. Yeah. Although one day I did get four in a row. That's very true. That, that, yeah. That. Let's not put that down to coincidence at all. If this is it from Huey Lewis and the news, news just in for, for JP in the kingdom. Yes. Desperately seeking sausage roll flavoured crisps. Indeed. Mary's been on. You're joking. Yeah. You can get them in the mace. In Bowmount, facing the Bowmount house. There you go, JD. I tell you, she was keen. So, listen, there's no big deal. And actually, look, there's more good news for you, JP. If you can't make it all the way to Mace in Beaumont, you can go. Anthony in Galway says they're available in the Tesco in Galway. This is amazing. If you want to get them. This is a country coming together, Jim. You can get turkey and ham flavour as well. Is there anything better than people coming together to make a sausage roll crisp happen for a for a lonely man? For a lonely man, I think there's nothing wandering better than the, that. The, the highways and byways of Kerry. It would lift all your he heart. wants. Absolutely, all he wants is is the taste of sausage roll flavored crisps. This is going to be reeling in the years from in absolutely. years from now. Absolutely, JP was driving, and a, and, a, and a woman and a man from both sides of the country came together to help him find a sausage roll flavored crisp. Magnificent.
So there you go, JP. No excuse. You can either drive to the Mason Beaumont, facing the Beaumont house, which, by the way, does a very nice carvery, as PJ will testify. Very, really does. Yeah, yeah, you could pick up a carvery. After the drive from Kerry, in fairness, you probably need a carvery. Yeah, just don't go on a date there with a dead woman. Remember, that's, that was the difference. Oh, that's true. Yeah. 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 Try and find somebody who's living their first life. That's all I'd say to you. Definitely. Because <laughs> the food was great, but and the date was mad. If that's not, if that doesn't float your boat, try, um, uh, try Tesco in, um, where did I say, Galway, where you can pick up not only sausage roll flavour crisps, but also turkey and ham flavour crisps. Turkey, I don't know, so there's a bit of a bang of Christmas off that now, I'm not too, I'm not so, so impressed by it. Right, let's give you some birthdays to, uh, to be playing with, right, here we go, we're going to start with P. Diddy, Puff Daddy, or whatever having yourself. Oh, whatever you're having yourself, yeah. Sean Diddy Combs. Sean Diddy Combs, um, which is actually the coolest name when you put it all together. Yeah. Sean Diddy Combs is a great name. Is there, like, is there something with, you know, that I'm missing from a cultural perspective? How do you mean? Not understanding in relation to the use of Diddy in a sort of a cool way for a rapper. Oh, you know. gee, are you asking me? <laughs> well, you're, kind of, you're younger than I am. You're down with the... You're hip. You're asking me. Down with the kids. Yeah, I know. I'm as cool as vanilla ice, man. <laughs> I am as cool as vanilla ice. I got that gibbering, 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 gibbering. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I'm just, you know, like... You know, it's sort of a cool name. I, I get kind of... I sort of get the dog thing, you know, with Snoop and stuff. You know, I can understand that yeah. being sort of cool and... Notorious, that that was cool. All of that, yeah. And all that Even the fella to... who's named after a handful of change, I get that. <laughs> Fiddy. Yeah. F- yeah. Fifty cent. Yeah. Okay. You're, dr- get... you're starting to drift. But now. I kind of get that as well. Diddy. I you mean, know. I assume it means something. I always in got it. money loose for a toll. You know that kind of attitude. <laughs> I get it. Um, but there's something I don't know about the deal. Diddy's. I don't. I don't know what yeah. the deal is with the Diddy's. Yeah. I don't really get it. Like even the the daddy. I get the daddy thing. You I know, get the daddy sort thing, of the power yeah. thing, but. Yeah, just curious, like whether so, or not there's I, something. In, you know, is there a, a like what the Diddy meaning is in rap? I don't know. This ice is too cool to notice. <laughs> this, don't, this ice don't melt, Jim. So, so I don't know. Must be nothing more entertaining than two middle-aged white men talking about rap music. <laughs> yeah, for real, man, for real. Uh, so oh, it's, I reckon it's. Um, I reckon Mr. Diddy is. Oh God. I'd say Mr. Diddy is about 53 Oh not bad Not bad 51 Oh okay I thought you were going to undershoot there I thought you were going to go much younger Oh no he's been around a while now Absolutely Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sean Diddy Combs 51 today Right what about Matthew McConaughey Oh yeah gee, He's got a new movie out on Netflix It looks very good Don't remember the name of it Don't remember anything about it I saw the trailer for it last night It's trending in Ireland It was number 10 trending movie in Ireland last night, Netflix Wow, okay And there's a, and there's a trailer of it, it Very good He's not in the trailer now <laughs> uh, But it does look like a very good movie Wow, it was like, it was like looking at the poster I'm here to inform <laughs> I'm here to inform yeah, uh, he has his moments. Matthew McConaughey has his got, moments. Yeah, uh, he was great in that um, in that original version of um, what was that TV series on Sky? The oh, real true dark, detective. true detective. He That's, was good in yeah, that. Yeah, he's brilliant. With in Woody that. Harrelson, and, and he's got a couple of. Court, he's a very good actor. It's just he's bordering on danger line, sort of becoming another Al Pacino, Robert De Niro. I've got my thing, and I'm sticking to it no matter what. Now, oh isn't yeah, he? well yeah. I suppose, although, you know, like, I suppose when you have that sort of face and all that sort of stuff, you can get away with just being a movie star. I suppose. I mean? Like, you know the way he was um, totally different to himself in that movie with Leonardo DiCaprio? What's the millionaire one? The Dallas Dallas Millionaire Club thing? No? 
No. Dallas Buyers Club. No. The one where... Oh, my God. This is a way where I hate being a middle-aged crone who can't remember anything. I hate it. The Wedding Planner. No. The one. Sahara. This is a... The one, I, I, I can say, what, you didn't give me a lot to go on. Say, What's that one where he was different to himself? Leonardo That's what you said. Is, uh, yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio, he plays a millionaire. And like you know, he, he, he and he takes those drugs in it and he ends up running. Great like, Gatsby. No, catch me if you can. Um, and he, 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 there's a very funny scene where he crashes a white car and he doesn't think he crashed it. Wolf of Wall Street. That's the one. Why didn't you ask me? Why did you take so long? <laughs> God almighty. Jim, you've totally ruined this thing. Sorry. By Sorry. talking about things that have nothing to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. right. Wolf of Wall Street, yeah. Oh, God. Anyway, yeah, he was good Actually, to be fair. That's literally the only point I wanted to I've decided he's a better actor than I was giving him credit you for. You named a lot of movies there. Yeah, there's a few good ones. Dallas Buyers Club is very good. It's amazing that we're talking about Matthew McConaughey and what you've done in this link yeah. has convinced me what a good actor Leonardo DiCaprio is. <laughs> Oh. I gotta say, Matthew McConaughey is about fifty-four. Not bad. Same age as Diddy, fifty-one. Oh, okay, fifty-one. Right. What about this? This is more in your wheelhouse. The great Louis Figo. Oh, Louis Figo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's magnificent. Once upon a time, he was the most expensive player in the world. Part in the of that world. Galacticos, the Galacticos team. Real Madrid. To, oh my God, he was fantastic. Yeah, wasn't he? yeah. He, like, he was a big favorite of mine back in the day. Imagine managing him and Zidane going. Yeah. What like No, I, I, this is not an option. I thought it was gonna, you know, <laughs> like what you really. And of course, was. he's one of those players that made that extraordinary move from you know the, the within Spain from one of the, yeah, the big one rivals of the to, the to the other. other. Yeah, yeah, well, because he was which a, doesn't happen. He had he was Barcelona, wasn't he? And yeah. then went to Real. And then he went to Real. Yeah, became a Galactic. Although, although based on what happened yesterday, when we relied on our footballing memory, maybe we shouldn't put that out there. But based on the fact that I still remember a fight that <laughs> never ever happened it was in two different weights. But like, wasn't he the lad that had the pig's head thrown at him on the pitch and everything? Oh, was that him? I thought that was him. Might have been. Yeah, but probably makes sense. It makes sense. That must be that's an extraordinary. Rivalry. A pig's head thrown at you. You're like, <laughs> these people really don't yeah. like me. I mean, that was sausage sandwich or something well, grand. No. But, but going to the, the effort of trying to sneak a pig's head into a stadium. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So some football fans, he just put his head into it, and people wouldn't even question it. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I'd say Lewis Figo is what he's about. He's in the fifties as well. No, I'm going to tell you what to help you. I'm going to stop you there. He's not quite in the fifties. Oh, is he not? No. Right, oh, they 49 then. 48. Ah, fat life. <laughs> God almighty. Right, what about a bit of nostalgia? You up for a bit of nostalgia? Oh, uh, yes. It is the original Karate Kid's birthday You're today. You're joking. Yeah, Ralph Macchio. Ralph Macchio. Is, uh, is celebrating his uh, birthday today. Jim, did you like Karate Kid when you were a kid? Yeah, of course. Did, have you watched Cobra Kai on Netflix? Dude? I'm so tempted. Ah, uh, you have to. I haven't watched it yet. It keeps you coming up on the old, to. whatever you call it, timeline uh, or prompty Jim. thing or whatever. But uh, You're going to love it. It tells you all from the other guy's story. It's his perspective. Are you serious? How, like, Ralph, uh, like how Karate Kid was actually the problem, really. Which I always wondered about Craddy Kids. He's so such a spoiled little brat in the whole movie, isn't he? Yeah. Well, it's one of those movies you're totally on the kid's side. Yeah. And then you watch it as an adult and you go, you little <laughs> <laughs> Your ma's bringing you to California, moving you there. Yeah. Her first the ungrateful son. Her husband has just died. And you're like, I don't want to live in California. You're ruining my life. Like, you know, what? She's giving you a new school, like, uh, you get everything you want, you know, and then he gets there. What's the first thing he does is rob someone else's girlfriend. He's a little tramp. He should have had his ass kicked out of that school. 
Little tramp is all he is. Robs someone else's girlfriend, causes all that trouble, and then goes up to Mr. Miyagi. Mr. Miyagi takes all his time out of his day. Uh, now we teach a crowd. You're only cleaning your house, you big old, big old fart. He's the worst. It's a totally different perspective. I wish you'd have written a review yeah. on the karate kid. And then when he wins the fight, he kicks him in the face. And it says at the start of the movie, in the very kicking in the face is banned. You don't know here on the champion. Karate kid, he's a tramp. He's a tramp as all he is. Uh, I, say, I never thought you'd get that emotionally involved. That's an extraordinary yeah. rant hey, about I'm, a fictional character I'm, from the 80s. I'm 35 years bottling that one up, Jim. If you don't mind, give me my moment. That was extraordinary. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. Well, wow. Okay. I've never heard you so impassioned about anything. Don't get me started on Titanic. I gotta say, Ralph uh, Matteo is he's about fifty-five years old. A little older, fifty-nine. Oh, okay. Fifty-nine years. And then this one's a real curveball. Did you ever watch Mash? I did. I, like, yeah. obviously, you were way too young. When I know, it, but, but the repeats. The repeats, are on. right? Yeah, yeah. So, do you remember Hot Lips Hulahan? I do, of course. Remember Hot Lips Hulahan? Yeah. Hulahan, they all call her. Yeah. That, yeah. Loretta Swiss. That's uh, right. It's her birthday today. She was one of the chief doctors in it. She always worked with the L fella. Yeah, yeah. They were all. Yeah, yeah they were all. All hanging around her. All hanging around, yeah. I'd say Cockeye would have loved to have gotten closer to Cockeye! Yeah, whatever. Cockeye! He's not Cockeye! You'll always be a Cockeye to me. I gotta say. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Right. Cockeye! It's not the first time that mistake has been made. Little bit heck. Um, <laughs> okay. I hot lips who land is <laughs> seven, 79. 83. Ah, Jabers. <laughs> And Cockeye's still hanging still, around. I'm still having a he, uh, he is the dirty fecker. Yeah, Rick Astley, 80s classic, never going to give you up here at Classic Hits. And uh, Billy Joel, we didn't start the fire. 20 to 7 on this Wednesday. Happy hump day, folks. 4th of November. Thank you so much for all of the WhatsApps. 087 if you need to give us a shout at any stage. I, I promised you, PJ, there's, there's good news and there's bad news. Yes, I... Which would I, you like first? Oh, God. I don't know. Well, you choose. Why is that? Why is that such a difficult question? I don't mean for you. I mean in general. That is always the way, isn't it's it? Like a if, if somebody says to you, "Do you want the good news, or the bad news?" I tell you, you're why. never quite sure which way to go. Should I get the bad news out of the way? Yeah, because you think I get the bad news out of the way. Oh, hold on. If it's too bad, it's going to ruin the good altogether. Whereas if I get the good news first, then that's grand. But At least I'll have a moment. News, I'll have a moment. But yeah. then the bad news could be so devastating it may spoil everything anyway. Okay, I'm going to give you the bad news first. Oh, right, right. Okay. Go on. So the bad news is that Marty has been on. And he specifically wants you to know, even sent a photograph, he specifically wants you to know that he put his Christmas tree up yesterday. What a jackass. It's unbelievable, isn't it? started already. He specifically wants you to know that. And just to... Uh, there's a little bit more bad news than good news. But uh, I knew it. Just to let you know that Elf Terry has also reminded you that there's eight more Fridays till Christmas. <laughs> That's a that's a low blow, isn't it? What a pair! Like honestly, what this pair? They, you, you two lads need to meet up somewhere where you can bother each other and leave normal people alone for the next eight weeks. <laughs> exactly. Now here's the good news. That's the bad news out there. Here's the good news. Okay. Mary, who has become she's become her, like this a woman se- is. a self appointed. Um, a treat investigator She's on your behalf. You could just mix up anything yourself, and she'd find it. <laughs> I want a banana flavored cabbage. And she'd just go out and find it. Leave no it to her. 
because she's she spotted these yesterday. She thought you might like them. Okay, her her mission in life is to, is to be a treat investigator, a treat supplier for you. Oh my god, I just looked at them. They are Bailey's apparently ice creams. Uh, one is gingerbread flavored ice cream, and the other is mince pie flavored ice cream. And she found them in Lidl. I'd be on, you see the gingerbread? Yeah. You may take it or leave it. See that mince pie flavored ice cream? What in the name of God? I'm so much want to have a go at that. Do you? Oh, I do. I do. Pers- oh, you see, I do. Of course you do. I for God's sake, I should know that. Pies. You're the mince pie king. Oh, Actually, I love while I think them. of it, Collie, if you're listening at the moment, I mean, I know PJ doesn't go out saving lives anymore, but he's, you know, oh, I'm his mate, Jim. and he still deserves to bring me some mince pies. Jim. I've good news for you. Have you? The bell Collie has already been on. Because you know he, as much as I like Collie, he is one of these jolly nonsense people <laughs> who loves Christmas a lot. Yeah, but he right? d- look, you can forgive anybody who produces that amount of mince pies. You can. He's already been on to me. Ex. He said, you know, his mince pie party that he has every year. Yeah. Fortunately, it doesn't look like that's going to happen. Is he doing it online? But he is saying, <laughs> he has mentioned a box for the station. Oh! He Collie, has already mentioned. Collie, there's not many um, R&L-I men that I know. I know two of them, right? It's PJ and there's you. And can I just say, Collie, you're my favourite. Hey, I'll take that. I think that's a fair assessment. I'll take that. Fair place, you Collie. Good man. Anyway, so listen. So there you go now. You can go to Lidl and uh, and find your Baileys. Oh, my God. Gingerbread and uh, and then separately mince pie flavoured ice cream. Oh, that is fantastic. Yeah. The mince pie would be all over that now. Absolutely. I'll oh give God, them a this go. Is, this Bailey's is weird do, Bailey's do involve themselves in some good food combos. We do, Didn't we get yeah, an, an Easter egg off them once? We did, yeah. And we forgot about one of them. They sent us a few, remember, and we forgot about That's one. That's right. And we opened it, I think, in July or something. <laughs> or August or something. Oh, it was unbelievable. It was deadly. It was fantastic. Absolutely deadly. Actually, speaking of foods, today's a good one uh, as well. We're always speaking of food. What am I trying to... Yeah. But anyway, uh, Simon Delaney, of course, who has become a big foodie. Uh, he's um, He's got... Well, I mean, as PJ always said, this man literally works at everything. Everything. I mean, literally. I, I'd say you could look up any profession and you'll find Simon Delaney... At the top of it. ...is either doing it or has done it. So um, he's big into the foodie. You know, he did the, uh, the book and everything and all that sort of stuff and... Uh, and uh, and now he's giving cookery classes, apparently. This fella's unreal, isn't he? I'm intrigued by this. I actually have a genuine, genuine question for him when we get him on later on. Do you? Yeah, yeah and it's actually got nothing to do with cooking. I just want somebody to t- teach me how to chop food properly. You know, in a way that doesn't cut your fingers off and all, and stuff like that. Yeah, you know I, what I mean? I'd like that too. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I chop and cook now every single day. Yeah. Do you want to see me and an onion, man? I, exactly that. You me and an onion you. last night. Yeah. I mean, you know, and it's grand at the start. Yeah. But it's when you get to the end bits. Well, yeah, you have to. And turn it goes it shooting off across the off. counter yeah. and everything. And, that's and then you have to do. I do have to have to do a so careful. It's like a saw. Yeah. You have to slow. Yeah, exactly. Slow it down. It's you against the the yeah. worktop. Me and uh, yeah, me beating friction. Yeah. I know. I am so that's it. That's a serious question for him later on, I can tell you. And he better know the answer. That's Hear all that? I'm saying. Delaney. Delaney. I'll tell you something. Oh, we need to talk about Brussels sprouts today as well. They're back. They're exactly. Back. I'm back into the Brussels sprouts. I'm frying them and all, Jim. Oh! I fried a load of them oh, last night. Fantastic. A bit of bacon oh, in there, was there? I didn't have bacon, no. You know I have a, a weird bit of a love-hate relationship with bacon. Yeah, that's yeah. right, yeah. Crumbly you black. Need, you need somebody else to put... Well, now, in fairness, are you about to say crumbly black pudding? Yeah. 
I forgive you totally. All is taken. I forgive you. Yeah. That's magnificent. Crumbly black pudding with some oil and oh, fried, fried Brussels sprouts. Do we need Simon Delaney at all? Oh, I was gorgeous. You should have PJ Gallagher's cookery classes. I'm not joking. She would fill with so good. When I was in bed, you know, you, you get a bit, there's an awful lot of roughage in a sprout. You do get a fart. <laughs> and I have to I enjoyed smelling me dinner twice. I did. I did, Jim. It was gorgeous. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, there's a lot of roughage in a sprout. That has taken all of the... Talk about bringing you to a, pl- a time and a place you just didn't yeah. want to be. The waves in the duvet. Oh, jeepers. <laughs> wave to duvet. And wave to duvet. I'm breathing. I'm breathing. I'm wave. I'm breathing. I'm breathing. Oh, God help us. Sprout season, ladies and gentlemen. Get it into you. Wham and wake me up before you go, go. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim on this uh, Wednesday, 4th of November. Happy hump day, folks. Uh, nine and a half minutes past seven o'clock. Loads still to come, of course. This hour, it's all about the HitBit. Huge cash up for grabs on the new extended HitBit. Classic hits, that a good place to start. We'll give you the shout to, uh, to let Magic Mike know if you want to play very shortly. Also, still to come today, a quick reminder, the brilliant Simon Delaney, good old mate of the show. He'll be on with us after 8 o'clock this morning. Looking forward to chatting to him about that. Uh, if you were with us uh, a little bit earlier on, okay, should almost be apologising for this bit, to be perfectly honest Excuse with you. Excuse me. But if you were with us a little bit earlier on, you will have heard PJ Gallagher inform us with some degree of pride, may I say, about his noxious emissions, emissions, while, while in the comfort of his own bed. Literally never said there was anything noxious or anything like that. I said I was a high fiver. I've started eating Brussels sprouts again and I'm enjoying the um, yes. So the, he was side pr- effect of it. He was proudly talking about his emissions. And also, actually, if you're a regular listener to the show, you know that PJ has also informed us many times about this ongoing battle he has. Uh, searching for the source of a leak oh, in his house. driving me up the... Yeah. And in a bizarre twist, those two stories have kind of come together. They really have, haven't they? <laughs> in this. Because I understand the frustration of not knowing something is wrong in your house and not being able to get to the bottom of it, how frustrating it is. Yeah. I also understand the simple pleasures of enjoying smelling your dinner a second time. <laughs> Let's put it that way. That's, that's, I don't know whether... I don't know how to view that. I mean, the pride you took in being able to say that you were, you enjoyed Tell you what, your own emission. i bring you in some sprouts and <laughs> crumble black pudding. You can eat them and let's see if you don't I'm, enjoy your I'm own. I'm all for the idea of eating your fried br- Brussels sprouts and black pudding. Yeah, I'm saying. I'm certainly not uh, in favour of experiencing the waft. Yeah, right. You'd be on your own in the car going home. <laughs> yeah, oh, mmm, delicious. Mm, you'd be doing all that, you dirty fecker. So, right, so so the source of your leak and your emissions have come together in a weird story. What is it? So this poor woman was sitting down having dinner with her husband one of these days, right? This is in the paper today. It's in the mirror, actually. Uh, It's actually all over the place. So she's sitting down and um, she was having her dinner and then all of a sudden she said she got this most disgusting smell. Had had just come into into the room. And she says, I knew what she thought. I mean, she's very pregnant at the moment. Uh, And she said that her sense of smell is very sensitive. But she looked at her husband's face. I saw him reacting to it as well. So she knew, okay, this isn't just me. There's something really bad going on here. She said, it honestly smelled, she said, like rotten eggs. And she thought it was just a once-off. And maybe it was something to do with the dog or whatever. Anyway, the, uh, the next week or so, the smell just wasn't going out of the house. They used incense and they used candles. She got some professionals in. She thought maybe something had died behind the wall of the house or something. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. They got professionals in. They looked. They went up and down the house. They smelled it too. They were like, I can't figure it out there couldn't she spent thousands of quid on it she's oh my god it's the dog is it is there something wrong with my dog her beautiful dog 
Right. She's like the dog to the vest. So hang on a second. So they ruled out that the the you know something well, dying they, under the floorboards they didn't or rule it out. They just you know thought well maybe that's a thing and hopefully it's not the dog. Maybe it's the dog. It's another avenue to explore, I suppose. Right. They took the dog to the vet. They changed the dog's diet. There's nothing happening there. They went back to the vet a few times. Huge vet bills ran up. They're now into the thousands in money spent to find out what the source of the smell is. Right. The dog had to go for blood tests. The vet said, I can't find out what's happening. Then she became convinced the dog was sick. She couldn't get to the bottom of it. She's very pregnant. She's had a full-on anxiety attack in the car. Yeah. Broke down. Her mental health very affected by this bloody smell. And it was then her husband turned around to her and says, Listen, love. It's me. <laughs> I've been farting like crazy. I can't. I can't. I'm blowing off all over the place. It's been a bad week. A bad couple of weeks. What? I don't know. I, hey, what? Hey, said, hey, I, I got to a point I just was ashamed to say anything and then... And they, then the, they've spent thousands yeah. investigating the house the, and everything. And the dog. And vets. Yeah, and now she's saying, you you are giving me back that money, you smelly banana, what? banana of a man. Yeah. And yeah. you're saying that, that whatever he was doing, it was ling- staying in the house. Yeah. To the point that the experts coming in could get it and everything. She thought that the smell was so bad, she thought her dog was going to die. <laughs> oh my God. She, told her, she told the vet she thought her best friend in the world, the dog, was going to die. She had an anxiety attack thinking she was going to lose the dog before and all her the time it came into the world. It was just the husband letting and rip. And all the time when your man was blowing off and trying to cover his tracks, getting candles and incense and everything, and paying half of the... Half! He better pay all those bills, the dirty fecker. Oh, my God. And then, yeah, and you know... That I'm, man has to... I mean, he could be very ill. I know. How well, can you have a, an aroma like that that... You know, experts coming in to search out the source of it she, in your house and everything. He's now in trouble with animal rights charities because they took blood tests from the dog that weren't necessary and everything. So there's all these people like coming down on him, and he's just going, "I don't." He doesn't think it's funny now. He's going, "Look, I just got carried away. I just..." I, she was so upset. The last thing I wanted to do was tell her she has a very smelly man in her life as well. Oh my god! He said, "I can't go away." He thought, given time, if he changed his diet, it would go away. But now she just has to accept. Her husband is a disgusting individual with a toxic part of his body that is not doesn't seem to be getting any better. That man needs medical attention. If he the, does, I'm sorry, yeah, I, yeah, you, does, look, yeah. you know, I, I'll ju- like if there's a scent coming out of you, that's literally, you know, that people are like even experts, yeah. medical experts, or, or not medical experts, but house experts and everything are investigating, and they nobody at any point turns around and goes, "Listen, you're, you're sure it wasn't just like somebody farting or anything, were you?" Unless yeah, no. How could any a smell like that wouldn't come out of a person? For God's sake, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, you're right. It is pretty bad. Unless when we'll the take up the floorboards, he just saving a few quid says, "Just pretend you're looking for something." There's fifty quid. I know it's fart. We all know it's fart. Just don't tell her it's fart. Eh? Oh she, my we're, God! We're all having a tough time here. So thousands of pounds later, they get to the source, tell and the source is his bottom. The so- source is his bottom, and whatever he's been putting into himself. Oh yeah. my God! Imagine that. Like, I mean, in fairness, like there's some people just. We've all had periods in our life when we're feeling a little bit embarrassed by what's coming out of us, one way or the other. I mean, that's fair enough. <laughs> that's just the way it is. But to get to the point where you let you let your wife, your other half, someone you love in your life. Not only do you let her have an anxiety attack, it but gets the, to that. You, you put the dog through medical examination. The poor old dog isn't even getting a walk around and he's getting blamed for everything when he's done nothing. I tell you one thing we know for sure that woman is now sleeping with the dog <laughs> and your man is sleeping in the backyard. Guaranteed Irish, something happens in parachute here at Classic Hits. 20 past 7 on this Wednesday. Thank you so much for waking up happy with PJ and Jim Hitbit on the way. Simon Delaney on the way. Your chance to win a magnificent. 
Gourmet Gifts festive hamper on the way very shortly as well. And enjoy the great PJ Gallagher singing a festive tune. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, it's just the glee in which he puts me in these positions is is what's hard to take. Listen, uh, you it's know like the way smelling people... a bad fart. That's exactly how it's, uh, that's how it feels. You know the way uh, people have been sending you pictures of um, of food. You know you've been on a bit a of a food today, kick. Yeah. yeah, a lot of going on. And you know the way you've had a bit of a kick for the old orange chocolate stuff. And, oh, I can't get enough. Of okay, it. well, listen, Alex has sent us in a photograph of something that's available now. Cadbury's product. It's an orange uh, dairy milk orange snowman, but. Oh I think the reason God. he's sending it to us is oh not necessarily about how delicious the orange chocolate might be, but about the, the wrapper specifically and the somewhat questionable, the shape, the questionable shape. shape of that snowman. Yes. <laughs> I know, now, what, you're, I know ma- what you're saying. Magic Mike may pop this up on our own social media for you to make your own decisions on, but I think Alex is a little bit taken aback by the... He's a By the slightly shape. phallic nature of on that snowman. of that snowman yeah. on the co- on the on the wrapper, it's an unusually placed hat. <laughs> it I is, say, isn't, it? isn't it? It's an unusually isn't placed hat. It is. It's, don't necessarily it's not just me now, that. isn't it, Alex? No. Yeah, you see it too. I do. Yeah. It's a very unusually placed hat. There's messing going on there now. Messing going on there. Yeah. As I say, Magic Mike may pop it up for you to make your own decisions on. I would definitely eat it anyway. Orange oh. snowman. Oh man, the whole orange on our social media. fantastic, isn't it? Yeah, the orange chocolate oh. thing's really taken off, hasn't it's it? It's really... I'm struggling with it, though, because this is the time of year now where you have to start behaving yourself if you're going to lose the run of yourself for Christmas, right? Yeah. Because you, know, you do that, don't you? you I sort do. Of, you'd kind of tend to... I tend to rein it in a little now. You go... Um, you know the old famine before feast I, thing yeah and then I let loose like you know yeah. what I mean whereas oh, yeah. I do the feast preparation for the feast <laughs> feast before the banquet and that's not a bad idea either. <laughs> it's kind of I wouldn't mind no no I am going to try I'm going to try and behave myself but just, but I'm going to try and rein it in the problem is is because every year earlier and earlier they start releasing delicious nonsense like this mm. Funny fle- shaped orange snowman, and then you you want to get stuck in, and then invariably something comes in here, and something. it's delicious and it's free. I know, and I mean, Maybe. if ever there's something that makes something that's already delicious even more delicious, it's when it's no, free. I pay for it. <laughs> I know, I know that. Oh. <sighs> and then, like you, you know, it's so rare that you go out for anything around. You know, uh, like you, you pass by a little. You, there's not a lot happening in the yeah, world. Yeah, you feel you got to take your wins when they come. I know, and there's so little happening. There's nothing to do. So every time you walk past a bakery, I'll have one of everything. You know, you start losing the run of yourself completely. <sighs> oh, oh. A raspberry, white chocolate covered, um, gingerbread, cookie, mince pie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe that. Maybe I wasn't oh. just the sprouts that caused my flatulations problems. <laughs> Yeah, it sounds like there's a lot going on there, if you ask me, buddy. But anyway, listen, we're going to be very much on the food kick today because the brilliant Simon Delaney is with us, old friend of the show, good bloke to talk to, always a joy chatting to Simon, so he's on the way after 8 o'clock. But ahead of that, of course, the big news is the hit bit. It's been extended, classichits.ie, go check it out, it's huge cash, all the previous guests are there as well, and then uh, let Magic Mike know if you want to play... 
Stevie Wonder, part-time lover here. A classic hits almost 22 minutes to 8 o'clock. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Hit bit on the way. If you fancy having a go, 0871880008. Simon Delaney on the way. Looking forward to it. Old friend of the show is going to be talking to us about dinner with Simon. Yes, Big indeed. event that he has on the way. That's on the way after 8 o'clock. Also, um, listen, Angie Toomey is a big listener. She's from not too far from your neck of the woods. Do you know a place called Vernon Heath in Clontarf? I do know it, yeah. There you go. Well, then, that's where Angie's from. Listens every morning at the moment, though. She's uh, she's on the mend in Beaumont Hospital. Oh, jeez! So we want to uh, we want to give her a bit of a shout out, a bit of a pick me up. Oh, yeah, well, get well soon, and hopefully escape soon, or dig a tunnel soon, or whatever <laughs> it is needs you to do. We hope it works out. For you. Actually, Angie, this will cheer you up, right? Oh dear! This uh, now, not even not even time. this music, not even this. No, there's what what's on the way will cheer you up oh, no God. end. Okay, that, this means I have to look at some lyrics. Let me see what's here today. Right, let's see. Right, so while BJ is checking out his lyrics, uh, let me tell you that this is all about, of course, gourmet gifts. Gourmet gifts <laughs> have given us a fantastic festive hamper. Gourmet gifts, by the way, is the uh, is the brainchild, if you want to call it that, of the gourmet food parlour. Now, it's a totally separate entity in that sense. The brains behind the gourmet food parlour are the people behind this, but it, it's not just kind of a temporary measure for the pandemic or any of that sort of stuff. This is going to, this is here to stay. Gourmetgifts.ie, if you're looking for some gift inspiration uh, for Christmas, uh, they have got a fantastic range of luxury and artisan products. Uh, they put a big emphasis on supporting Irish products and Irish businesses. So you can check them out, gourmetgifts.ie, and, uh, and see if you feel inspired. Uh, they've given us one of their festive hampers to give away a real traditional Christmas feel to this hamper. Again, lots of Irish products in there. It includes wine, chocolates, jam, crackers, chutney, loads Jeez. and loads and loads of stuff, right? Uh, seriously, like, so it's no wonder I'm stopping for cake on the way home every day, <laughs> reading out this list of stuff. Right, so that's, that's what you can win, okay, courtesy of gourmetgifts.ie. How you win it is very simple. You just identify a Christmas song. But we're not going to play it for you. Uh. It's about to be sung. By legendary Christmas warbler PJ Gallagher. The, the thing is, I don't know what backing music he's going to come to it, so or he's going to put onto it now. Relax, dude. Relax. This all started with the silly idea to have a, a desperately sad Christmas thing. I guess, yeah, exactly. Because yeah. what happened was we allowed PJ to choose his own music, and he chose funeral music. Right. So we had to change it, and we had to take that that option away from him. But we've agreed we wouldn't play Christmas music. So that would make it too easy. If I hadn't known there was going to be consequences to my actions, I wouldn't have bothered doing anything, Jim. <laughs> so, yesterday, what did we have yesterday? We had a little bit of English folk music. Well, yeah, we something. did, yeah. Like, English folk music from the 1700s. So I don't know where you got that from. Yeah. So what have you got So, today? have you got your lyrics ready? I do. I have them there, yeah. Okay, right. Well, uh, PJ Gallagher. And remember, 087-188-0008, your <laughs> name and your answer. What is this Christmas song? Uh, so, PJ, you ready for your music? I think so. What about a little bit of this? Oh, jeepers. Oh, no, it's jazz. Oh, my God. Hey, let's get a funky Christmassy cat vibe going here. Oh, jeepers. When so, the snowman brings his snow home, well, he much just like to know he's put a big, great smile on somebody's face. If you jump into your bed quickly and cover your head, don't you lock the doors. You know that sweet Santa Claus is on his way. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. You're a natural. Normal. You're a natural, buddy. Snow. Well, he much just like to know he's put a great big smile on somebody's face. If you jump into your bed quickly, cover your head. Don't you lock the doors. Don't you know the sweet Santa Claus is on his way. <laughs> oh, my God. I hate that music so much. 
I have no idea what that song is. Do you not? No. Good. Wow, that's a toughie. Do you know something? I'm delighted you of all people don't know what it is. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I, I will say it is very tough because it's hard. It's jazz. When you hear jazz, you can't think of any actual music. Anything that resembles real music, is, you can't right. think of it because I'll jazz is such a pollutant. It's like the coronavirus with smell. It just <laughs> eliminates it. There's a lot of people going for one particular um, a song, so may, uh, I'm assuming that must be the right one. So if you could just, you know, could you do it in a more enunciated way, maybe? Oh, God, oh, man, you're killing me here. Okay. I'll find a bit that I can try. Like, where do you sing with this? Where do you put lyrics into this? All sharp nonsense music. Do you want me to start it from the start again? <laughs> go on, yeah, go on, yeah, can you do that? Because this is just like, this is like cars backfiring. Right, okay, here we go. Oh, yeah. Jeepers. When the, oh, God, that's not it, is it? This is very difficult, man. This is not even me. When the snowman brings the snow, well, he must might like to know. He's put a great big smile on somebody's face. If you jump into your bed, quickly cover your head. Don't you lock the doors. You know that sweet Santa Claus is on his way. <laughs> oh, God. What? Oh, I love God. this competition so much. I really hate it so much. It's like it's like pulling my own hair out. Oh, my God. Oh, God. All right, so if you know the I famous Christmas sweat. song that BJ was singing there, give your answer and your name and put it on a WhatsApp. 087-188-0008. A magnificent gourmet gifts festive hamper, courtesy of gourmetgifts.ie, jam-packed with all of the Christmas favourites. Uh, as I say, check it out on gourmetgifts.ie. That was magnificent. Oh. I thought yesterday it was entertaining. That was fantastic. I think I have to lie on the floor. Classic hits. Classic hits. And now, the hit bit with Supermax, home of the deliciously fresh chicken breast sandwich. Always a hit. Hit bit. It's a bit of a really famous hit. It's a bit, just a bit from a classic hit. But what hit is it? Hit uh, that's a lot better than singing jazz. I can tell you that much. No doubt about it. Uh, yeah, that's, that's the next plan is a jazz version of the hit bit jingle. Please don't. Imagine I'm sure this is that every day. Honest to God. Just a hit a bacon tin with a couple of wooden spoons. Uh, so 2,170 euros. That's what we have for you this morning. The hit bit. The ever-growing hit bit. Not just in money, but with the length of time you can hear it for as well. Here's what it sounds like. Stand that's the new extended one. It's a little bit longer. It gives you a little bit more to work with. And Eve Coogan is going to play for us this morning. Hi, Eve. Hey, guys. Good morning. How are you? Oh, we're great, Eve. How are you? I'm good, guys. I'm so excited. I've been trying to guess this for, like, weeks. Oh, jeepers. So I just hope that, like, this is the day. Oh, my God. Yeah, so this I is, the, so this is the culmination of weeks of trying. Fantastic. Yeah, weeks. Right. And where, what are you up to today? Where are you at the moment in the country, by the way? Where are you? I'm in Dublin and um, I'm just working from home so I start work at 8 so <laughs> hopefully I'll be on time Right uh, do you, say, you sound like you're out and about are you out on a stroll or something or I have to like, get outside my house just because like I need to like concentrate I'm like <laughs> That's very good Brilliant I need a bit of fresh air to concentrate this is important people It's so important ge- So genuinely Eve is the only person that works from home that could end up being late for work this morning Yeah <laughs> I know. Uh, so true. I could be. Right. Well, right, listen. So. Let's let's hope it's all been worth it, Eve. What are you going to go for? 
Okay, I think it's Bohemian Rhapsody Queen. Right, wow. okay, we're going for a classic. Yeah. Yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody Queen. Yeah, okay. <laughs> right. right, Magic Mike, come on, give Eve some good news, will you? I would love nothing more to give this to you, Eve. You sound very happy. I'd like to hear you happier. But unfortunately, uh, it's not no! right. I'm oh! so sorry. And what a big tune it is as well. You'd expect it to be guessed. Loads of other queens I have, but I another one, another one bites the dust. Unfortunately. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry about uh, that, Eve. We would have loved to have given you that this morning. That's a shame, Eve. Uh, no problem, guys. Thanks so much. Bye. Listen, have a cracking day. Thanks for playing. Cheers. Bye bye now. Uh, so, Jenny Fanan, is it Jenny Fanan? Man, yeah. How are you, Jenny? How are you getting on? Morning, how's it going? Not too bad at all. Where are you this morning? In Bray. Are you, are you hiding by this, under a motorway or something? <laughs> Do I hear cars flying past? No, I live by the motorway. My signal's awful, so I've had to stand outside. Oh, my God, everybody's outside today. <laughs> God, yeah, everybody, everyone's on satellite phone or something this morning. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your plans for the rest of the day, Jenny? Going to Right, okay, well, let, let's get you moving. Oh, you have an hour or so. Don't be like, yeah. oh, mind you, if Eve can be late for a work. Well, she yeah, she's standing in her own garden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Jenny? Have a go. The jam, that's entertainment. Oh, great tune, what great tune. Song. The jam, Michael. Oh, you'd be so jammy to win this, <laughs> wouldn't you? Oh, no. Please tell <laughs> me there's a better one on the way. That is good. <laughs> I like that. That's oh. entertainment. <laughs> That's well done. Entertainment. Well done. I knew you wouldn't let me down. Yeah. Right. Uh, J- Jenny, listen. Um, keep at it. Don't give up on it, okay? No problem. That's great. Thanks. Cheers. Jenny, good luck. Bye-bye. God, that was weird. That was like talking to the International Space Station there for a minute, wasn't it? Yeah. I have a problem. Yeah, we do have a problem. We still have no winners on the, on the hit bit. Right, uh, Magic and Michael, thank you very much indeed. Remember, of course, that uh, Niall Boylan is here at half past one today uh, with another chance of the hit bit. For us, though, it's the brilliant Simon Delaney after eight o'clock. Simon Delaney. Friend of the show. The man just never, he's always got new ideas. He's in space too. PJ and Jim in the morning. Wake up happy. The two-time Imro award-winning breakfast show with Munster Group Insurance. We know how the discounts work. That's how we get you the best price. Munster Group Insurance. Classic. Hits. Quit playing games. The Backstreet Boys here are classic hits. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Nine minutes past eight on this Wednesday. Happy hump day, folks. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. On the way, of course, we've got the breakfast table quiz uh, to come this hour. We'll also give you the winner of our fabulous uh, gourmet gifts hamper that we have to give away from PJ's wonderful rendition of a Christmas classic. Dear. A little bit earlier on. Oh. Fantastic. Anyway, uh, so all that's on the way. But right now... It's time for two of our favourite things. It's one of our favourite people talking about one of our favourite things. There is no better combination. (laughs) Truly, there is no better combination than Simon Delaney talking about food. Yay! (laughs) Good morning to you, sir. Uh, I feel like I should just list off uh, chips, burgers. <laughs> <laughs> give you an update. How are you? Honestly, that would do us down. We would be happy with that. Yes, mate. yes. You're already in our good books, I can tell <laughs> yeah. you. Listen, so always great talking to you, man. Always good stuff. And um, your PJ's thing about you is that literally, do you ever stop what? just doing things? <laughs> Oh, Lord, I think it's a combination. I, I, put down, I put down my success to two things. I'm available and I'm reasonable. <laughs> <laughs> there it is, ladies and gentlemen. The, there it is, the, the secret, the formula for success. That's how you do it, yeah, that's how you do it, chaps.
Uh, but if it's it, like in fairness to you, well, I was describing you there off air as the Dell boy of entertainment <laughs> because you can literally not only put your hand to anything, but you can turn like it's like you have this amazing ability to be. You're one of those people, the exact opposite to me. You're a little bit good at absolutely everything. <laughs> But not brilliant at anything. No, I think you're brilliant at everything as well, Simon, <laughs> to be fair. As, and now uh, you're, you've got a whole new venture again. Yeah, it's and again, it's down the food line, which is great. Because I've been lucky that since I did, uh, I think it's four years ago now since I did MasterChef, and, uh, which went well for me. And obviously the cookbook came out of it, and I was cooking all around the country at the food festival, etc., etc. And I've been cooking pretty much once or twice a month now on R&D, uh, And people, the reaction to it has been brilliant and what I'm loving about it is that people are having a go at what I'm cooking and uh, people have started texting me and sending me messages on social media about you know expanding kind of the food stuff and, and, and interacting with people so what I'm doing is I'm doing some live cookery classes from my kitchen to yours first one starts tomorrow morning and what we're doing is family food so one pot wonders stuff that you can cook Stuff that you don't have to go to Azerbaijan to get ing- ingredients for. Yeah, that's the important nice part. Simple. Brilliant. That's what you I love about it. it PJ. Well, this is what I, you know, so I was literally just going <laughs> to ask you that. Uh, because this is the type of thing I loved about your book was it's stuff that is in the kitchen. So it's not like, you know, Jamie Oliver says everything's really simple. It's really simple. All you've yeah. got to get is this and this and yeah. this and then there's suddenly this iron and, and, and when you Yeah, when you get some camel hair, camel hair is available in all great spice yeah. shops. Around. It's like, yeah. yeah, steady on, Jamie. Yeah, yeah but, it's a great recipe to use up that leftover powdered pomegranate. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's what I loved about your book. Uh, your book had brilliant, like uh, brilliant ways of like making a burger fantastic and stuff like that. <laughs> and like, yeah, your your cheesecake recipe is still one of the best things I've ever yeah. seen. In by my the life. way, but, by the way, can I just interject here because something just occurred to me. I I still have never gotten to taste your your key line pot. Isn't it key line? Key pa- line. Have you not? I never. T- no. And um, and listen, you know, I don't want to put any pressure on you, Simon, but I've been waiting a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's only been eleven people in Ireland who haven't tasted the key line at this stage. I'll have to. I'll start that out within the within the week. Excellent. Don't you worry. Excellent. But listen, so let's get the um, the details of the event out there before we chat any more because it's happening tomorrow, as you say. But it's it's happening early enough. Is it is it ten o'clock in the morning or something? Ten o'clock in the morning. And my my thinking behind that was that. Like myself, the position that we'll be in tomorrow morning is that it's 10 o'clock, the kids will be in school. You actually have the kitchen to yourself. And what we'll do is we'll spend an hour together cooking. And what we do, if you sign up for the class today, we send you a list of ingredients so you can cook along with me. And the, the idea is you have the place to yourself. We'll cook it together. We'll have a bit of crack. And you'll have the dinner ready for the gang when they come in later on tomorrow. Brilliant. And That's if like me, behind. yeah, I think it's brilliant. If like me, then you ruin the recipe completely. You still have time to go and get something else. <laughs> to order from the Chinese, isn't it? time to order takeaway. But the beauty of it is, now this is, this is interactive, isn't it, Simon? Cause the, so the idea is 100%. that people, people will get a bit, you know, maybe put off by the idea that they're staring at somebody who's an expert just no. doing their thing. But this is not. People can actually ask you stuff along no, the way. 100%. That's the whole point of this, Jim, is that... You know, people can ask me whatever they like. And as I say in the kind of promotion for the show, every topic is on the menu because you don't have to cook along with me. You can just join in for the conversation with a crack. You can ask me anything you like, and I'll answer it. 
Brilliant. It's so, brilliant. It's, so, it's so even if it's not a cookery-related question, Correct. if they just want to know what it was like when you were doing, I don't Correct. know, when you were in horror movies and... Correct. This is not about Manchester United. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, we all feel that. Well, yeah. <laughs> Depending on how tonight goes, those questions could take <laughs> oh, a different turn. But anyway. But listen, so it's 10 a.m. tomorrow, and how do people access it? What do they go on to, Simon? So what they do is they head to my website, which is simply simonstone.ie. You can book your tickets there. If you do it this morning, what happens is we'll send you an email with a full list of ingredients. So we'll give you all of the day to go and pop out and get the bits and pieces. You log in tomorrow about a quarter to ten, and away we go. And by 11 o'clock, you'll have, to, you'll have a bit of a laugh, and you'll have tomorrow's dinner ready. Brilliant. I love the interactive element because, you know, the only thing where I really stumble as like a, a, a sort of a cook who only makes me own stuff and tr- struggles with recipes is measurements. So the fact that I can say to you, come here, Simon, how much is a handful? I have a cup. How yeah. much do I put it? You know, simple things like that would make all the difference, right? Well, you see, that's the key to it, PJ. Like, that's, as you say, following recipes. I, I, I like to think of myself as kind of not adventurous when it comes to cooking, but I want to try different things because if, I'm trying to feed four kids here as well. Some days... I end up cooking five different things for dinner. You know, because it's not like when we were kids. My kids, when I say, what's for dinner? They say, I say, well, what would you like? Like, well, my man never said that to me. Oh, my God, Of course yeah. not, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What would you like? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what's that got to do with anything? <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. When well, have you I ever liked anything I cook to be the question you get asked? It's ridiculous. And we, um, as a result, I have to try and come up with things that are gonna the kids are going to like. It has to be home-cooked, I think. What? Because we hear this phrase all the time, home-cooking. What does that mean? It has to be simple, easy on the pocket, but above all, tasty. Absolutely. And, I, and I put, I'm trying to put together recipes that people, as you said, that have the ingredients at home. There's no big stretch of the imagination when it comes to ingredients. It's simply cooked. So, as you say, what's a handful? What's five hundred grams? All that kind of stuff. Ask me that tomorrow, and I'll give you tips, tricks, Job done. Excellent. Brilliant Excellent. stuff. So it's 10 a.m. tomorrow. Log on to your website. Get on there, obviously, today to book your place and book your ticket. Totally interactive. They can cook along with you. They'll have the ingredients in advance, all that sort of stuff. And, and everything's on the table, quite literally, in terms of Perfect questions stuff. and everything else. Brilliant. I love the idea of it. It's going to be an awful lot of pressure on you, Simon, when the theatres and everything open up again and you start turning up, you know, for <laughs> rolls and you don't have a cake every day or a huge platter of food for everyone. <laughs> yeah. uh, do you know what? That's become a thing now, actually, when I was doing the when I was doing the snapper for the last two summers, um, it kind of got to a point in the, in the week where some of the cast would say, "What are you bringing in on Saturday?" Yeah, so it course. became a regular thing where I had to. They did have the key lime pie, Jim. Sorry. Oh, oh yeah, you're going to be taken for granted. So one day you'll turn up empty Hampton and they go, well, "That's Simon, fellas." Yeah, 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 yeah. scabby so remember, he has. remember he used to be a nice <laughs> lad. He used to bring you food all the time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Don't know what happened to him. Gave us happy meals last week. I'm not. I'm not talking to him anymore. Come here, listen, Simon. Can we can we ask you a genuine question, right now? It's not. I mean, let's face it. When you're dealing with the pair of us, the last thing you expect is a genuine question about anything. But but anyway, no. This is a genuine question. This literally happened to the pair of us last night, right? We struggle. <laughs> to cut an onion, right? Because uh, I tell yeah. you something, whatever uh, about cooking, right? The idea of chopping food, it sounds so basic, but I, I'm sorry, the pair of us have agreed that when it comes to chopping an onion, it's a, it's an acquired skill. It is, and there's about 40 or 50 different ways to do it, depending on what chef you look at. There's, there's ways of cutting it, don't cut through the roots, because that's what makes your eyes water. Exactly, is, is there exactly, an idiot-proof exactly. way you're doing it? <laughs> there kind of is. There's a, there's, a, there's a way that I do it, what they call, and it's a flat hand on top of the knife. So in other words, you're left nothing near the bottom of the blade. 
if you log in tomorrow, I'll show you how to chop an onion perfectly perfect without losing a digit. Excellent. Right, that's I'm on anyway. Fine. <laughs> if, for, if for no other reason, yeah. literally, if I go, if I walk away as a, a proficient onion chopper, I'll be quite happy. Never mind wh- wh- how to cook it, when to cook it. <laughs> I always cook it. At the, I cut it at the wrong time, and then I have yeah. tears in my eyes when I'm trying to get through the carrot. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's difficult. Yeah. I mean, well, difficult. In, in fairness, Simon, this is coming from a man who, who didn't realise you had to cut a turnip up before you boil it. So it, yeah. it was on the stove. What we're dealing it was with on stove for about three days. Oh my God, I went through about three buckets of water. I met a woman recently who's, I won't say who she is, but she lives pretty close to where I am. And she's a neighbour of mine and she said, she wasn't a great cook. And I said, well, how bad are you? And she said, well, the first time I cooked potatoes, I just put the potatoes in a pot and turned the gas on. Oh, I said, what's wrong with that? She said, well, I didn't put any water in. <laughs> wow, it's amazing. I just literally put them in a pot and put the heat on. Oh, I'd say that was delicious. I went, right, okay. <laughs> now I know what I'm doing. I know where I stand. <laughs> right, okay, so listen, so it's, um, uh, it's uh, uh, Simply Simons, what, what's the website again? Simply Simons. Simplysimons.ie. right. So simplysimons.ie, uh, get on there. In fact, if you get on there today, obviously that's the way to do it. Get on today to book your place, get on today to get the uh, ingredients list and all that sort of stuff. And then, uh, what did you say, about a quarter to ten maybe, just to be ahead of the about game, log on tomorrow. To log in, just to make sure everything's working all right and then I'll jump, I'll jump in at 10 o'clock. We'll cook along for an hour. And I'm going to give away a couple of cookbooks as well during the class tomorrow as well. So you want a chance to win the book, pop on to the class. Brilliant. Sounds Great fantastic. Stuff. Good stuff. Listen, Simon, always a pleasure. Enjoy the game tonight and uh, best of luck with the um, with the cookery classes tomorrow. I suspect the cookery classes may be more enjoyable. You better believe it. Enjoy the game and Manchester United don't really win through the ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, buddy. Listen, take care of yourself. Good talking to you, man. A pleasure, lad. Cheers. See you, Simon. Thanks again. Fantastic. And of course, uh, Magic Michael put up all of the details of, uh, of Simon's uh, class and thing tomorrow so you can check it out for yourself if you missed any of that. But it's his own website, uh, simplysimons.ie and uh, if you go on there and you'll get the uh, the list today and book your place today and all that sort of stuff and it kicks off tomorrow morning at, uh, at 10am which is very good timing because it doesn't interfere with us yeah it's perfect <laughs> right after us right away White Snake here I go again 22 minutes to 9 o'clock uh, we've got the breakfast table quiz on the way. 10, the score to beat. And, uh, of course, it is all with thanks to Selco.ie. They are the one-stop shop for all of your hygiene supplies nationwide. And they've given us this hamper. Hampers mean is what it's called. There is a huge selection of stuff in there. COVID sanitizers, household cleaning supplies, digital touchless thermometer which I've been meaning to look up because in my head that looks like a ray gun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Nilfisk high-spec vacuum cleaner. Loads and loads of stuff. It's an incredible hamper courtesy of Selco.ie. Uh, Tend the score to beat if you want to get involved. 0871880808. Let Magic Mike know that you want to play. Uh, most of the morning, in fair, I, I think all of the morning in fairness, we have been somehow related to food. It's oh, been a very yeah, foody morning. It's been one morning, of those days, yeah. Hasn't it? Well, not that it isn't ever one of those days. Well, that's those, true, yeah. yeah, to be fair. And um, there's no signs of a change. You found, you found another food story. Apparently people have gone mad now. The whole Christmas thing has begun to such a stage now already that people are already buying their Christmas dinners. They're already getting stuff in for their Christmas dinner. Uh, As in what, like a turkey? Yeah, they're already ordering their turkeys. They're getting them on order. Those who aren't ordering them, I don't know what you do if you get a, a turkey now. Do you freeze it? Can you freeze a turkey from now until Christmas? Yeah, you can, can definitely you? freeze a turkey. Because uh, people yeah. freeze turkeys and they leave them in the freezer till blooming Easter. They and do stuff. not, do they? Yeah. Well, there's that's uh, that's begun. That's the non. That's what I couldn't figure out. I thought they were keeping it alive in the back garden or something. <laughs> but there you go. There. Uh, oh, that'd be terrible now because then it'd become like a pet. 
Yeah, you know, I know, yeah. Come all, you know, you'd be, be all weird having to eat it then. I know, you'd be sitting there, to, he'd be sitting at the table with me, that'd be the thing. I, <laughs> yeah, wouldn't, yeah. I, I wouldn't have the nerve to do You'd it. You'd have gotten a turkey with the, in, with the intention. Of having him for yeah, dinner. Yeah, and then you would actually have him for dinner as in, as a guest. Uh, yeah, it'd be just me <laughs> and him. It'd be just the two of us sitting there. Me looking at him, eating corn. The two of us with a big plate of corn and sprouts. I'm going, I hope he doesn't fart because later then I really will kill him. Um, wow. Yeah, so that's what's happened. So people have already got in there. Some people have gone mad. Uh, over in England, it's happening as well. Um, you know, the likes of Waitrose and all. Uh, a lot of the supermarkets in Ireland, up to 280% on, the t- on their demand when it comes to turkeys, uh, when it comes to getting in the food, people getting filling up the freezers. Uh, some people getting onto, the, onto Twitter and Facebook and bragging about it, about how, oh, that's it, look at this. We're bragging about your shopping. Yeah, one person saying... When did that become a thing? Christmas turkey ordered and last pumpkin spice latte of the year. Not bad for 10.15 in the morning. Oh, get off, you braggart. That's the sort of humble (laughs) brag everybody can't get their head around. Like people who saunter around in June saying they've got the Christmas uh, presents done. You know that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody's impressed. Everybody's just actually upset. Um, and there you go. So advent calendar sales, they're up. People are already buying selection boxes from some places. You know the ones, you know those shops that get them in like the day after yeah. Halloween. So people are already at it. People I've seen, what I have shops, seen is... online shopping and all I've seen, this, you know, the boxes of sweets thing? Yeah, you know the, the celebrations and, and the quality. Yeah, all that. All, yeah, they're they're piled high piled in supermarkets high. now, and people are stocking up already. Yeah. Christmas shopping. I already. assume people are getting a little bit, as as people always do. I mean, we had this conversation so many times through the various stages of of this mad year. Yeah, about people getting into this kind of hoarding framework. I, this, get, I think there might it be was some of everything that. from toilet roll to you know bread to whatever it was. Yeah, I suppose. You know what I mean, in defence of some people, I suppose they're afraid that if the lockdown you know, doesn't, it comes or whatever, I suppose they're starting thinking, well, how will I get yeah. in last minute? Will there be a big rush and they're trying to beat that rush? Exactly. And that's There's a, no that's, sign necessarily that it's going to happen, is there? No, not really. I don't think so. Yeah. You know, and then, even at that, the likes of food has always been easily accessible throughout the entire mad period. You know, well, like so, uh, Laura, for example, is claiming that in her instance, she says, I've ordered all of my sides... And desserts there you go, look. for Christmas to be collected Christmas Eve. And then she points out, I've done it out of boredom because I've nothing else to do. We see, that's, that's another thing. To be fair. I ordered all of my sides. And so, like, sprouts like your and veg and stuff, yeah? Your, is it sprouts and veg and I'm assuming potatoes so. and all of that sort of stuff, yeah? yeah. yeah. Unless it is, she, unless you are like... You know what you're dealing with here when you and I are looking at each other and go, What's a side? What's a side? <laughs> Is that a seat for the turkey? And apparently, um, in no- November is perfectly normal for all of this kind of carry on. Um, let me see who it is that's pointing oh, this out. I'm sorry. Um, apparently, uh, like from a butcher's, Chris, this is from a butcher's point of view, saying like, you know, perfectly normal time to be ordering turkeys and hams. PJ, what are you talking about? Stop getting overexcited. See, it says a butcher <laughs> who wouldn't have any sort of ulterior motive in any of this, eh? Uh, so you know wow. what I mean? Uh, yeah, uh, but no, no, you're I, you're saying that like it's the whole dinner experience, I, not just kind of pre-ordering. It's it's the whole. They're, they're literally stocking it in I, now. I think the point is that it's up much higher than any other year beforehand. But yeah. like that boredom will probably come into play. You know what I mean? 
I mean, in fairness, let's face it. I, I, I don't even like Christmas. And I am already can't wait to get mince pie ice cream into me. So I guess we're all in the same boat in that way. Yeah. You know what I mean, that is going to happen, isn't it? I am going to end up sitting at the table with a real live turkey just eating mince pie ice cream or something. Yeah. Oh, God, at least well, I'm not just, giving anyone any presents. Just promise to take photos, that's all. That yeah. would be an amazing thing. I if if you were that. to put up a photo saying, I had turkey for my Christmas dinner and, and it was there sitting beside you. He's a, I've named with, a, him. with a wing thing around your shoulder. Yeah, his name is Robert. <laughs> and he's staying now until Easter. Breakfast Table Quiz. It's time for the Breakfast Table Quiz. Win the best prize out there is. Try to get the biggest score. Hope the next call gets the more. It's the Breakfast Table Quiz. The Breakfast Table Quiz with Kilmartin Educational Services. In class or online, learn and revise safely and get ahead with Julie's CKES.ie. Now we're on board this week with Selco.ie. They are the one-stop shop for all your hygiene supplies nationwide. Not only that, they also supply commercial janitorial products uh, to the likes of takeaways. Uh, They do takeaway packaging, restaurant supplies, all types of businesses, schools, creches, restaurants, hotels, nursing homes, all of that sort of stuff. The core business being, of course, all of the uh, nationwide supply of things like hand towels, refuse sacks, all the various hygiene products and detergents, all that sort of stuff, including, of course, school safe sanitizer, uh, sanitizer, sanitizer. Sanitizer is a great word. It's a much better word. (laughs) Sanitizer gels. And all that sort of stuff. Anyway, listen, they've given us this incredible uh, hamper that uh, includes the high-spec Nilfisk vacuum cleaner and the digital touchless thermometer, along with all of those COVID sanitizers and household cleaning supplies and all of that sort of stuff. So it's a huge collection of goodies for you to win this week. It is, and a decent score too. 10 the score to beat, I think, isn't it? So 11 or more will put you into the lead in the breakfast table quiz. And Sharon Guiney is going to have a go this morning. How are you, Sharon? Good morning. Good morning to you. How are you getting on? I'm fine, thank you. Yeah, good stuff. What's your plans for the day ahead? Work. Oh, really? Are you allowed to tell us what that work is? Uh, I work in healthcare. Oh, very good. Well done, you. And listen, (laughs) is is that, I assume you have to go in to wherever you work in healthcare, do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Okay, so you're not working from home or anything, okay? No. Good stuff. (laughs) All right, well, listen, Sharon, the very best of luck. Um, We've got 10 to beat, so if you can can top that 10, to be honest with you, the way the week is going, it might be good enough. If you can just get over the line of of that 10, it might be good enough to uh, to win you the whole um, uh, Selco.ie hamper. So you ready to go? Ready to go. 60 seconds, here we go. Of what amphibian is the natterjack of variety? Frog. A toad. A fawn is the name given to the young of what animal? A deer. What is the name of a small marine fish with a head shaped like a horse? Seahorse. Sea, sea Spectacles are used to aid what of the five senses? Sight. What M is a name given to a period of a thousand years? Millennium. The Dior fashion house is in what French city? Paris. What is the capital city of Bangladesh? Pass. Dhaka. In what decade was the Mir space station launched? 80s. Yeah. What scale is used to measure the magnitude of an earthquake? What D is the name given to a period of 10 consecutive years? Decade. In the human body, what organ breaks down excess amino acids? Liver. Complete this proverb. Charity begins at... Home. Who was the first female Prime Minister of Australia? Can't stop past. Julia Gillard, who won the FIFA Women's World Cup in 2019? Oh gosh, France. It was the US, 55. Who was the only British Prime Minister to be assassinated? British Prime Minister, uh, Pat. 
do you know something? I'm glad you passed because I haven't got the answer written on this sheet. And we literally got to a point that if you had said one, I wouldn't have known it. And that's why I said 55 at the start. It's obviously some weird question from a different list. So there you go. Don't worry about it. Uh, hopefully you did enough. Hopefully. Right. OK. Certainly there was some good scoring in there, to be fair. Right. This is the total I have at the moment. I say that for a reason. But anyway, one, two, three, four, five, six... Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Yay! <laughs> now well the re- done, Sharon. The reason I, even though that's a winning score at the moment, the reason I say is because I actually think now. I know. I mean, somebody will argue against me, but I think that the you know the frog v toad argument. I, if, in, if it was up to me, I would be giving Sharon another. Sorry, you'd be giving her twelve. I'd you? be giving her twelve, but I yeah. leave it up. I leave it up to Magic Mike because I, I I actually thought Natter Jack was a frog. I'd give 12 to me too. Yeah, this is like, this is a really weird situation where it's kind of, I'd rather be, I'd be, might as well be hung for a sheep as a lamb, except it's a frog for a toad. Yeah, exactly. uh, so well, anyway, <laughs> at the mo- at the moment, as it stands, until Magic Mike casts his uh, his casting vote, uh, it's eleven at the moment, Sharon. Okay, okay, uh, to beat and um, you're top of the leaderboard. Who knows? That might be good enough anyway. Either way. <laughs> <laughs> well done, yeah, you. I thank God you didn't know the answer to the assassination of Prime Minister. <laughs> so we, so none of us are any the wiser. None of us are any the wiser. I'm sure the text the artists out there. Um, just a, uh, maybe Magic Mike is there. Are you there, Mike? I am. Yeah. yeah. So who was the assassinated Prime Minister? Uh, I'm currently searching. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's great. This, that is is a so man, this is the man who wrote the question. Uh, that is great. Fantastic. I'd like to pass the blame on to PJ for not reading the question. Excellent. Uh, well, Sharon, uh, if you me... ever find out, let us know, Sharon, because that would be great. Yeah, if you want to go off and look that up, Sharon, or whatever, maybe come back and let us know. That would be very... I never heard of assassinated British Prime Minister. There you go. Anyway, listen, Mike, while we have you, is there any chance of Sharon blagging a 12 for well, Frog Mike. v Toad? Well, I'll be honest with you, I counted it, so you're getting it. Oh. So it's 12 to beat. Fantastic. Well done. Also, Spencer Percival, apparently, was the assassinated prime minister. How did we not know that? You have to be a historian to know that. Yeah, yeah, in fairness, I had no idea. Sharon, quit while you're ahead. 12. Well done. Have a great day. Cheers. Thanks, guys. Bye. Breakfast Table Quiz.